You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. Everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the Couch Brotatoes. Welcome to 2023. Holy shit! We've made it through another year. Finally, it's so much fucking worse. It really is. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Morrison for now. <laughs> for now, until you got to change your fucking name. Yeah. War Christ would be my like Mad Max name. War Christ. War Christ. Not like our rap names. Little beat shot. <laughs> Yeah, we've got this group chat, and Chris sent um, this little list thing, and it was like, you know... The most Facebook fucking meme. Oh, yeah, he went total Facebook mom on us and had, like, this list of, like... What's your rapper name? Yeah, and you pick, like, the first letter of your first name and the first letter of your last Last name, name. and it's got, like, a list of names that associate with it. And, yeah, mine was Lil Shot and what Lil... Little beat, little beat, yeah, and I'm like, both of these are horrible. <laughs> uh, money fresh for Cap, yeah. Let's see, uh, that works. Cap's money fresh. Uh, Q Mike for Quinn, which I thought would be a great QAnon rapper name. <laughs> Q Mike. Did Mikey ever reply with his was? He did not, but Mikey Black would be uh, Juice Bastard. Juice <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> well, considering that how is the OD- Jack T. That is. is the ODB of the fucking group. Like, it is the old dirty bastard. <laughs> Like mine would be uh, Killer Fly, Killer not Fly. Too, not too bad. Not too bad. I had I have the worst one. Yeah, period. To quote you, gay. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, worst one. But no, uh, we're gonna try something a little bit different this year. So if you guys see that we've updated the image for the uh, show, brand new artwork by the awesome David Hammer. Follow shout him. Out to Hammer. Shout out to David Hammer on the Discord and follow him on Twitch. Uh, I think it's a Spovid. Spovid. Yes. S B O V I D. And uh, yeah, it's, link's gonna be in the episode description. Really good guy. Hit him up for your artwork and your entertainment if you enjoy watching video game streams. Which even video game stuff is gonna be a little bit more. Uh, of what we talk about this year because after all this time of running through things like fistful of quarters mm-hmm. and things like that i think we finally found a way to kind of combine it all and we're going to yeah. try a new format here where yes we're still going to run through our tv series we're still going to do our movie reviews we're going to talk about specific directors we like and everything else but that's all going to be encased in a little bit more of a structured kind of anything goes to a point um media show where we talk mm-hmm. about maybe some news that comes out and it's not going to be strictly like okay today is a king of the hill day we're going to yeah. talk about nothing but king of the hill those those are really fun but a lot of times we wind up having so much fun just kind of bantering and going yeah. back and forth jumping between some topics so we've decided this year let's try it up and hey if this doesn't work it doesn't work we're gonna go right back to what we know but you know what what's what's life without a little bit of a shake-up right come on <laughs> so usually around this point this is when we dive on into some sort of new segment and here's a little temporary audio bumper for that
Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. It's, we're trying new shit. Who knows what the fuck that sounded like? May have just been Hank going, oh, God damn it. <laughs> but um, honestly, uh, during the spot, we'd be kind of figuring out what happened and, you know, different movie news, what came out, video game news, XYZ. Because this is the first episode, let's just kind of run through some shit that's happened over the last few months that we can maybe talk about. Um, one of the first things that comes to my mind is the Mario movie trailer. Yes. We're finally getting a Mario movie, but done by Illumination, the same guys that do the Despicable Me franchise and now the Minion shit. Um, Pixar Plus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. I'll, I would say more Pixar negative. <laughs> they're, they're almost the wannabe Pixar. I've not been a, the biggest fan of the Illumination movies, because outside of that, they also had the Grinch movie. They also had um, the Lorax movie. That's the other but one I'm thinking good. of. They look good, but but is it not a little bit copy paste? Like it's like you can tell exactly like what the Illumination movie is going to look like, except for the Mario one. Yeah, which I think is partly because we've heard a lot of people from like Nintendo HQ kind of like hovering, yeah, <laughs> to make sure this actually fits the IP. Yeah, I don't. It, it is i can see where you're saying copy and paste but it is a it's always an ever-growing art you know eventually we're going to hit that uncanny valley and they're just going to get rid of it but <laughs> so. I, I don't know i feels like pixar was on their way to that and i feel like i even heard someone from like one of the thousand animators they have where they said that there was a conscious effort within pixar to always keep a certain cartoony look to a face well that goes into as to not cross into uncanny valley well, a great story of that is the uh, the story of how they made finding nemo where the water was too good when they first developed Finding Nemo, they said the water looked a little too good, and Pixar told them to dumb it down. That's a fact. Wow. Uh, the artists had to uh, put it through frame rates a different way, and then filter it constantly. Because oh, it basically picks up. Uh, Finding Nemo was supposed to come out like a year earlier, right? Yeah, but it had like a bunch of production delays. But a, a big problem was they wanted to change the story of Nemo, make Marlin a little bit more sympathetic instead of just this whiny fucking helicopter parent. <laughs> but like, you want to sympathize more with Marlin than you do Nemo. You mm-hmm. know, it's a two, it's a two it's a two pronged story. But at one point, one of the guys at Pixar like the water needs to change, and they're yeah. like, "Really? You think the water's bad?" He's like, "No, no, it's perfect." That's the goddamn problem. <laughs> He's like, it's cartoon fish. It looks like we put toys in the water. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like the way they did the waves and everything. They they, t- they showed a lot of what it really looked like. And if you right. have like a four K television, you could be like, that looks like the fucking ocean. Like that, that straight up looks like the goddamn ocean. Oh, yeah. But like, we do see like a little bit of stuff they left in, like the bespecklements of like little organisms and stuff, mm-hmm. and the way the water moves and flows. But yeah, they left well, that they, in. Well, they still do that with some of the current Pixar movies, where it's like there's certain scenes where a character will like turn their head and the hair is like amazingly like on point, and you're like, God damn. Oh yeah, like in Brave. <laughs> yeah, in Brave. Like her, her strands of hair are individual strands of hair. Mm-hmm. But seeing they, the bloopers of that yeah, are pretty funny. They do have to dumb it down a little bit i yeah. think i think it's just to keep some of the magic left you know you don't want to show all the tricks at once but then back to illumination talking about the dumbing down it feels like for the most part their character models are all basically like here's your character model now grab them by the head and feet and stretch them oh yeah they're caricatures of people yeah whereas yeah. but it's like the, that's where it feels like the copy paste comes mm-hmm. from where it's like in pixar movies you know there's still a visual distinct distinction from the adults and say 
Incredibles versus Inside Out. Yeah. Those were like the first two I can mm-hmm. think of that showed like kids and adults. Yeah. So there's still a visual distinction between the two. Whereas if Illumination had made those movies, the dad and the kids in both movies would have been built and structured no. the same way. Yeah, so like if they were to do like an actual version of Incredibles, it would look kind of terrifying because yeah. the dad would be about six foot five. Uh, the the kid would have calf muscles the size of a fucking arm <laughs> it, it, it would be kind of terrified but the cool thing about Incredibles though is it's that 50s noir look oh, absolutely. that old mad men advertising look and it's fucking fantastic as opposed to uh, Andy and his mom mm-hmm. from Toy Story they look like people Yeah, and Sid looks like a person like, right. they, they look like people but you want to if you're going to be in a new studio you don't want to make you know copy paste you, no. you don't want to do what some of these shows uh, where the art kind of like Bob's Burgers there's another show that looks exactly like Bob's Burgers because it's the same artist. And you have like Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites, same artists. You know, mm-hmm. they're just doing the same thing over and over again. Right. So if you're just going to create a whole new company, you might as well make it look funny looking. Yeah. Like make it, give it a caricature look. And I think Mario is the first one that's going to go buy the IP mm-hmm. because the Lorax is a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, kind of same kind of thing. It's, yeah. You know, these guys look like stick people with big hits. You yeah, know, exactly. And that's yeah. why I said it's all their character models just look exactly like that but the mario movie i remember when the first trailer came out you were just kind of like you know whatever yeah. <laughs> that, that seems to be your overall My fu- like the funniest thing i saw it was when they showed uh, i think it was the second trailer when they showed the yoshi island yeah and my the whole thing is like you see the red blue pink purple one i'm just like they do move in herds yeah. <laughs> and it's just a fucking jurassic park jerk <laughs> yoshi comes over the over the archway luigi's like clever girl <laughs> and hits her with a flame flower whoosh i think i think what the, the, the what Instead of the thing about Mario was, it was how much of the content of Mario is going to be jam-packed in this movie. And just in the trailer alone, it is fucking ridiculous. Uh, oh, my God. It's like new that chick from New Rockstars is mm-hmm. like, I'm tired of these trailers. There's a lot in here. I'm tired. Yeah. And, you know, this, I, think, I think everything we see in the trailer is actually going to be in the trailer. Or in the movie? Yeah. I uh, hope. Yeah, I hope too. We'll fucking sue them. But not. like, the only thing... <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that caught my eye was... That was different. Was when uh, Peach touches the flower. Yes. And her whole costume changes. I'm just like... That's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Because that's the whole point of the, of the power-up. It changes the character. And the fact that they were able to will that in was fantastic oh i loved it and and th- that was the thing is yeah i, I mentioned this on facebook and i i talked actually more with mom about this because as soon as the trailer came out i sent it to her she kind of spearheaded the thought and the process of it but it's like the things that i loved the most growing up as a kid was spider-man star wars kiss and mario that, that was my jam everything i did was associated around one of those things and it's like after a while as as it is in 2023 i love classic kiss but i don't Mm -hmm. like what i'm currently receiving new from kiss whether it be their current live show a new record whatever it is i'm not enjoying their current output spider-man 
I've not read one of the comics since like the mid 2000s. None of the comic books have really interested me. And until the last movie did I really enjoy any of the new ones after Toby. And that's not nostalgia lens of speaking. I have different gripes about different ones. All these different things that like over it's Star Wars even. We'll get into that in another episode. It's like all of these things eventually kind of died down some because of the current output. Mario was the last one. I was still loving all the things Mario was putting out. So when I heard the movie was coming, that last little piece of that childhood nothing's been fucked with part went, oh, shit, they're about to start outputting Mario stuff I don't like now. When that trailer hit, the eight-year-old in me started screaming, going, we have to get the tickets right fucking now. This is good. This is good. This is good. I am excited as fuck for this movie. Yeah, like, I I might go to the theater and see this one, but, like, it's... It it looks fantastic for what we're getting, and, you know, we'll talk about later what else is Illumination working on. Yeah. But, uh... But there has been some controversy around this movie. Um... One, John Legs- Leg- Leguizamo, Leguizamo uh, kicking up that big fuss, uh, complaining because. that he wasn't hired because only he knows how to truly play uh, an Italian plumber from Brooklyn. Yeah, and he played a great person. He played a great uh, Sicilian in uh, Romeo and Juliet, and he played a great white gangster in John Wick. <laughs> um, so yeah, so let's 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 forget what actors can do. Uh, Phil Lamar, which is a black American does a great samurai uh, voice, which is fantastic. Uh, a blonde woman in her 60s can do a young boy fantastically. Don't so, clip that. Yeah. So Because <laughs> just that sentence alone sounded yeah, really bad. Yeah, so, like, you know, yeah, pick out of context. I fucking dare you. But, like, but no, it's just like, it doesn't fucking matter in voice work. It honestly doesn't. It, it, well, oh, yeah. Well, so that... Also spurs into a lot of people were mad that Charles Martinet, the original voice actor for Mario, was not the main voice actor, and now we've got Chris Pratt. We're, now, so since we're on that one, where do you land with that specific? <laughs> He's done. He does voice for a guy who goes "waha," and that's it. I just did it. It's not that hard. <laughs> but we don't know what he sounds like if he tries to do it in phonetically in a conversation. Yeah. We have no idea what we, Mario... We have, re- yeah, we get tiny little pieces. Snippets. Like in Super Mario 64, he's like, so long, Devasa. You know, now, if they like made that. a Zelda movie and I heard Link talk, I'd be terrified because I have no idea what he sounds like. <laughs> all he does is, hi and that's And that's because he's stabbing something to death. Like, that's all That's all he says. We There's actual voice work for the princess. There's actual voice work for these other characters yeah yeah and i think princess peach sounds I, yeah i love the like, entire voice cast jack black as bowser sounds great yeah it's it, it's perfectly fine uh this it, it kind of goes into the whole you know cancel this cancel that just shut the fuck up yeah john leguizamo played luigi in the original movie uh Paired, live action yeah, in the live action movie basically the uh the money front and i'm pretty sure he didn't have a fucking problem with uh Hopper playing fucking uh, Dennis Hopper playing Bowser yeah with a slick back fucking haircut <laughs> or Princess Peach being a gender from Brooklyn <laughs> so it's like yeah are we really yeah no but I don't know I saw this I'm I'm extremely excited for it Chris Pratt's voice is okay 
I wouldn't say it's fantastic, but I also don't think Charles Martinet is necessarily the right cast for it either. That's because he doesn't. We don't have him saying anything. We do a little bit. Like and I'm talking about full conversational dialogue yeah. as Mario. Yeah, yeah. I was like, gonna say in that last trailer, we hear him saying stuff. All right, it's time to go. So it's like we hear him saying some full sentences in the new trailer. Yeah, but I'm talking about I'm talking about Martinet. Oh, my, talking, okay. talking. I'm talking about Chris Pratt. Yeah, so I'm talking about Martinet. Okay, this, yeah. this, is, this is why I don't want Martinet to do it is because. We have no idea what conversational Mario speak is. <laughs> we have no idea what it is. He's a fucking plumber who jumps on turtles. So, like, I don't really want to hear a lot of what he has to say. <laughs> okay, just I'll, do the shit. Just do do the jump. Do the jump. Burn them motherfuckers alive. I don't care. Do whatever you got to do. <laughs> Dress up like a raccoon. Like fucking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just hang out in the bush. I don't give a shit what you do. Well, so and Luigi. Luigi actually is the same way. Luigi doesn't say much in his own games. He doesn't, but at the same time, it feels like Charlie Day is a little bit more of that right choice because with the little bit of voice and dialogue we do hear from Luigi, it feels like Charlie Day kind of hits that whiny thing better. Charlie Day is a cartoony of a man. Yeah, so that works. Chris Pratt is too before he started doing Jurassic Park movies. But like, you know what I'm saying? Before he was in Marvel, he was a cartoony dude. Right, right. So like, they have that feel-good voice that's recognizable, and mm-hmm. I think they're perfect. Yeah. No. So, as much as I so feel... So, fuck John Leguizamo is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, and apparently Martinet as well. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> I don't know him. He, he has nothing to say so far. It's been rumored that uh, he's going to have some sort of voice cameo in the film. So. And that would be fun. Yeah. Maybe at like the end of it, fucking Paper Mario just shows up. Hey, what the fuck is that? Oh, no. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. <laughs> Where's that firefly? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> But no, you're talking about uh, something else, the Illumination. Yes, yeah, so the Illumination announced they will be working on a Legend of Zelda movie, mm-hmm. which is the kick in the teeth that all these gamers really need. <laughs> because there was now, a lot. You're a big Zelda fan, I though. am, and uh, we'll be talking about a new game and coming out of that one, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, but Legend of Zelda, when it comes to the RPG of Nintendo, the right like of the four pillars that make up nintendo legend of zelda is fucking one of them next yeah, to like kirby absolutely. mario metroid and, yeah yeah so these guys have propped up this fucking company for a very long time and it's made by the same guy pretty much like it, it the story's always the same mm-hmm. link you need to do this save the princess blah 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 same with mario fucking same storyline and he has nothing to say he just picks up a fucking weapon and does goes hi-ya. Hi-ya, and breaks pots and fucking kills things. And that's the whole point of that's the whole point of the game. A long time ago, there was an April Fools video of someone who made a trailer that looked so real. People thought a Legend of Zelda movie was going to come out, a live action movie. And it came out on April 1st and no one really understood because it was April 1st. But they got the hype. And the guy who made it is like, oh, no, no, no. This is just a project I wanted to do. But it looked too good. And right. it was like the early 2000s. And like, you, you talk about watching the Phantom Menace trailer. Or, or, you know, the, the, could you imagine if you're a fan of Legend of Zelda and you saw that out of context? Yeah, that would kind of fuck with me. <laughs> I'd like, yeah. I, I would have gotten very excited and for that I'm show. not mad that it's going to be Illumination. That's fine. There's going to be certain things in animation you can do that you can't do live action. Right. And I think that's a perfect setting. Let's make it animated. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... Like, I don't want a live-action Mario movie. No. I don't. I don't. There was one with John Leguizamo. <laughs> and it was but, like, I don't want a live-action Zelda movie. I don't want a live-action Metroid movie, you know. It would be terrifying to do a Kirby movie. 
<laughs> but like a midget in like a gumball. <laughs> oh my god! And it's done like a Detective Pikachu style, where it's like in the real fucking world. But like that's the only thing. Detective animated. Pikachu kind of goes out, kind of like gets out of its element when like one Pokemon shows up, and it brought me out of the movie for a minute because I'm yeah. just like, no one talks. Is that a Pokemon pretended to be a person? <laughs> like Mr. Mime, the original 150 Pokemon. And I'm just like, that's a dude. That's a fucking dude i still need to see detective pikachu it, it's not bad but like for a pokemon movie it's it's great yeah but it's not as good as the original animated movie no. is it? it's never going to be beat jesus mewtwo and it's <laughs> not going to beat the fucking tears of pokemon bring ash back to life oh yeah yeah, yeah. Just, just let me just stab the knife in a little further motherfucker oh why does pikachu cry oh because the master who's treated him well this whole fucking time turned to stone and died <laughs> and if you guys actually want to hear some more on that so this this is also if you guys have stuck around so far it means you're at least enjoying the semi-new format uh, we've actually been still recording the old traditional style of cash potatoes anyway mm. and since we have a backlog of those and we want these to stay pretty relevant uh, every so often on a Thursday you're gonna get a double dose motherfucker so this Thursday tune out uh, tune out <laughs> tune in for a fistful of quarters episode where Chris, Mikey, and Quinn, Quinn, uh, Quinn more or less just learning. Yeah, Quinn, uh, Quinn, <laughs> Quinn going through his phone and being disgusted by the, by the Buffy Pokemon we had him look up. And it was just like a scroll of just like, what the fuck? Is that a... Is that a bag of garbage? Yes. Yes, it is. That and is the low sludge. point of Pokemon. That's the low point of Pokemon. <laughs> and this one's an ice cream cone. And this one was where imagination got slapped against the wall and said, make some more shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, for the next little while, you're going to be getting some double doses of couch potatoes. I know you guys aren't going to be too mad about that. So, check out the Pokemon episode dropping on this feed this Thursday, and who knows? At some point, we'll have to dedicate one of the second back halves of these episodes uh, to discuss Zelda because, uh, especially if they are going to be doing one of these movies, I am still kind of a Zelda virgin. Yeah. Uh, one of my buddies uh, that I grew up with was a real big fan, yeah. and he played the uh, Nintendo sixty four games a lot. And I'd sit and watch him, and I played a little bit, but I never really got too sucked mm. into Legend of Zelda. So who knows? It may be about the time that you kind of start coaching me, teaching yeah. me, getting me well, to learn about uh, this shit. Fun fact about just the fandom of it: uh, a video just got released. Uh, I, I talked about it before, but uh, someone had took a Pokemon Silver Game Boy game and made a silver cast casing and casted the real game in silver and put the real inside parts inside that casing and made an actual silver Pokemon cartridge. That's fucking baller as fuck. I could, I got, there's a guy that won up that motherfucker with a 64 Zelda game. In cartridge gold. in gold oh plating. Oh my god. <laughs> he even shows how he puts in the rubber resistors to prevent it from fucking with the microchips and everything because gold is a conductor yes so he has a resistance uh, material all around it but it is the original like he has a, a label he printed off that looks like the original label he engraved it a certain way and it looks like a the shiny chromed out gold cartridge for a 64 now i don't i i i hated 64 but that shit right there is dedication because fun fact before the Super Nintendo, that's the first time, like the second time that Zelda came out twice for the system. Mm -hmm. It was always a one-off. Yep. So you had Zelda 1 for the NES, and they made Link's Awakening, which was a, f or not Link's Awakening, but uh, Link's Adventure, which was a terrible, panned game. And then Super Nintendo came along with 
more, and we'll go through the history of it, but this is the first time that, hey, you get a Zelda game, and guess what? You get another fucking Zelda game, because <laughs> fuck yeah, that's why. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I, well, I think it also just stems from like the same reason why uh, I will never be part of a Game of Thrones episode because mm-hmm. it, it just falls under that swords and dragons. And well, you see, shit. the demographic politically in the Game of Thrones universe is it's the War of the Roses from the eighteen ninety four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Our maidens, the trooper, is about the Crimean War, which we'll discuss later on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And as we were talking about the uh, the Mario trailer, when you said something like, uh, you know, it seems like, you know, everything that's going to be in this trailer is going to actually be in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of relevant because uh, over the last month or so, there's been a lot of places uh, that are kind of mentioning that there could be new laws set in place for misleading movie trailers. Yeah, the false advertising clause of the FCC. So, uh, as a whole bunch of YouTubers and podcasters have pointed out, it's almost a given at this point that any Disney trailer you watch Mm -hmm. is going to have scenes that are basically shot exclusively for the trailer. It was red hot during like the Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, Rogue One has probably the most fantastical wrong trailer for the movie. And I'm not upset about it because it's like that would have been fine. But like I went in it thinking like, oh fuck, she's going to take a pistol and try to shoot a TIE fighter. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> fucking nuts. <laughs> oh fuck, they're doing like Fe- like Fiji's last stand on the beaches being hunting like I'm like, okay, all right, that looks badass. But then the movie came out. I'm just like, I'm looking for those scenes and it didn't happen. But I'm still like, I am satisfied. <laughs> like, I am satisfied. I'm sad she didn't fucking pistol whip a TIE fighter. Like, I am, I'm sorry she didn't just, like, grab the guy out of the thing and stole that motherfucker and lived. But like, That's like going, you fucked me really good. I'm not mad about that, but you did say I was going to get a foot massage. Yeah. It really, it's it's like, like, you're not mad. You there still was no came, but There was no breakfast the you, next you morning. You said there was going to be breakfast, but you overslept. Yeah. I'm not mad, but... You said you were making croissants and gave me Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I'm not mad about the Pop-Tart. Everybody loves Pop-Tarts. <laughs> but yeah, so it was like the, the pistol whipping a fucking... Uh, t- yeah, uh, yeah. X-wing. And there were like some other ones too. TIE like, fighter. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, and there was one where it's like she was walking down this hallway, like stops and turns around and takes the helmet off. And like, you're was- assuming like, oh shit, is that the fucking alley like is that the walkway that Luke fights fucking Vader on? And is this like, oh shit, is Vader coming? N- Yes, but like not like that. Because <laughs> that would have been more terrified if, oh, if like, Jen Ursa looked at her face. <laughs> ah, fuck, you're dead. You're done, bitch. You're fucking done. And uh, and like Infinity War, um, mm. where there was a scene where everyone was like running and charging and, and charge. it's the Hulk. Yep, but it wound up later being a Bruce in the Hulkbuster armor yeah, and such and, like that. And and I'm cool with, and there was a, actually there was a kind of a deep cut one, but it really kind of stuck in my head because I saw the variation when I saw the movie. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home, the mm-hmm. one with Mysterio, there was a scene in which he was holding on to an airplane yeah. in the trailer, and it was a standard regular airplane, but then the movie hit, and it was one, it was the cloaking plane, so you had all like these LED panels kind of like yeah. flashing and acting wild and crazy, and he was in a different costume. Mm-hmm. So it's like... At what point do we kind of go, okay, it's false advertising? So... Well, they, apparently, uh, judges are ruling yeah. what that line is. So I kind of sympathize, just, and this is kind of a devil's advocate kind of thing, with the movie company doing this. 
because of all the people that do speculations, especially in the hero genre. We've we know YouTubers, Mr. Sunday movies especially. Hey, what do you think? What's going to happen? Give me your theory. And sometimes, sometimes those theories are extremely fucking accurate to the point it could ruin a movie. Oh yeah. Uh, and I think because they add in these little fuck ups or you know little changes and then reshoot it probably later on is perfectly fine. Now, if you blatantly change what we what a perception of the idea of the movie is. Uh, for example, like a horror movie. This movie is going to be a horror movie. Plain and simple. And then you see the, the new tr- Evil Dead movie. The new Evil Dead movie. Oh, yeah. It looks fantastic. From what I've seen, I hope every scene is in it. But if they throw me a fucking screwball when I go to the theater and it's a horror comedy, like, I'm going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> like, I'm going to be out of my goddamn seat. Like, why is she fucking doing jazz hands? <laughs> While stomping a kid to death, like it's not supposed to be that way. I don't know, dude. If that would be funny. The, I was gonna say, if, but if, they, don't put, evil, if they don't, if they don't, if they don't, if they don't put it at the bottom of the poster, coming April sixth, the fucking horror comedy. <laughs> I was gonna say, come on, Maybe man, you, can't, peel. Like, you can't tell me after that bitch gets possessed that she fucking killed someone and fucking yeah. started doing jazz hands after yeah. going. But like, you wouldn't like get out of your seat oh, and be like, yes, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Fuck you to all the fans, but like, so if I am a like a super fan watching. It, like especially the, the Avengers movies or something like that, and we do see what looks like a, a character's death, you know, which is you know a big plot point in a movie, and they show what looks like it's going to be the death. Then yeah, it's false advertising, and I can see how that would upset a lot of people. But in my mind, as someone who's in a business form trying to tell a story, and not having some asshole on YouTube who makes money off my storytelling, trying to say like, "Oh no, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen," like the guy who predicted the last three Star Wars movies verbatim during a conference. Yeah, and I'm just like, "You should have shot him! Like, <laughs> if you did what your business ruled, you should have shot him in the alley. <laughs> like, you should have shot that motherfucker." And he was like a no. Kind yeah, of yeah, too. He was just like, oh no, yeah. So I think Disney's going to do this, this, and this. Uh, yeah, and so Ray would not actually be a Skywalker. She would actually be this. He wouldn't even be a Jedi from like a lineage. She would just be some MacGuffin <laughs> character. And then it's like I could see like they didn't pan the camera toward him, but I could see one guy. I, I can imagine one producer is just like, get a bag of soap, <laughs> grab some soap, put it in a bag. We're taking this motherfucker out back. So what even spawned all this um, was uh, two film buffs say Universal Pictures tricked them into renting the 2019 flick yesterday because the trailer featured actress uh, Anna DeArmes. Anna DeArmes, yeah. Yeah. And she's uh, in the movie. No, she isn't. That's the problem. So the trailer, the box for the DVD, everything predominantly shows her. Timed out, she has less than two minutes of screen time. Yeah, but she's still in the movie, ain't she? She was cut out of the film. She was she was made to. It said at its core, the trailer is an advertisement designed to sell a movie by providing consumers with a preview of the movie, and they're claiming that by showing her so much in the film, it did not or so much in the trailer, it did not accurately represent the film that they were going to be receiving. Did you see this movie? No, I didn't. I did. Okay. It's a Beatles movie. It's a movie about the Beatles. Oh, it's yeah. that movie. Yes. No, so, I've not seen it, but I know about it. I know so, about it. So this whole crux of this movie is a man who's an mu- aspiring musician wakes up one day to a world where the Beatles never existed. But as an avid musician, as a fan, 
he knows all their songs acoustically pretty much but he talks to his friends when he wakes up and no one knows who the beatles are no he's not there is a small element that bothers me in the movie where he wants to fuck his stepsister and she wants to fuck him because they're adopted and they've been living together since children i'll leave that part out because that's not in the goddamn trailer at all they left that out that's a surprise okay that's what we call a popcorn thrower <laughs> boo that's, incest boo that, that's the onion ring in the yeah, that's, that's the, oh shit look what i found <laughs> incest this is the extra five nuggets in the box like, <laughs> way to go stupid <laughs> but like that's in there Anna DeArmas is in it as someone who James Corden is just flaunting. Mm-hmm. That's all she's in it. She's probably high build on the movie because she's a higher build actor in person. Yeah. You know how many times they've done this in movies where they top billing someone who's barely in the movie? Oh, quite, quite frequent. Bruce Willis has been doing this recently because he's sick, but he's barely in the movies he makes now. Bruce yeah. Willis, who is suffering from a disease, has been appearing in these action movies where he's probably in there about five minutes. Yeah. But they're full-on action movies, but he's still getting top billing. Well, it's because he fucking sells movies. Yeah, but yeah because that name sells movies. So yeah. After watching, the, after watching the movie, I wouldn't have sued someone saying, oh, no, I was expecting Annie DeMarmus to pump her tits out in front of this movie. It's like, no, this is a romantic comedy about a guy who may or may not have magically killed the Beatles. Like, <laughs> I've seen, I, we're not going to talk about it here, but I've seen the basically ending of this movie and I went, they did that? Yeah, it's like he meets he meets. No, guy. I, I was going to say, don't mention it, but yeah, the, 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 the people he meets at the beach house. Yeah. And it's just like, really? We went there with that movie? Yeah. But like, another part of it is, it's about the songs. Yeah. That's all it's really about. Imagine a world without these songs and them hearing them nail. Yeah. And we even get a pretentious look at some of the artists and like, hey, what if we changed it to this? Like Ed Sheeran being a fucking prick about it. Yeah. And like the guy, like, shut the fuck up, you ginger bitch. Like, we're not changing this song because in his mind, it's a classic. But in these fuckers' song, no, this guy just wrote it yesterday. Right. Exactly. So, fuck those guys for suing. (laughs) Well, kind of doing a little bit of a double check reading here. Apparently, she didn't even appear in the movie. And the, one that I saw, was, and the version was, I saw that she appeared in it. I, well, the suit claiming at least five million dollars on um, the suit claimed at least five million dollars on behalf of disappointed fans, and it was awarded. And then they're going to reconvene on the case uh, April third. So it lose. looks like it's gonna. It's, it's looking like it's going to go through. I hope they fucking lose. <laughs> like, it, like you're dealing with a company that's making technically art. Yeah, but it, but it, more than art, it's storytelling. If you get a preview of what a story is, mm-hmm. so uh, buying a book, perfect example. You read the back of the book. What's on the back of the book? Quick a, synopsis. A quick synopsis. Robots take over the earth. The mother dies. Blah, 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 blah. It's the story of Terminator. It's like, okay, cool. Then I read the book and it's like, oh shit, the mom died. And it's like, oh shit, she came back. Well, they didn't put that in the back of the book. No. Because it's a fucking surprise. Well, yeah, and, and now, I get now, that. Now, but I know I understand substituting things yeah i I was gonna say i don't think people are complaining about surprises this guy's complaining that a specific okay 
Well, it's kind of flipping around because mainly because I barely know the actress, but like, imagine if we there was going to be a movie and you know, uh, fucking Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be like, like the moments we saw in the trailer, he was going to be like the genuine funny like comedy yeah. relief character and a whole bunch of straight men, and mm-hmm. he was like the guy in the back kind of cracking wise. Yeah. Well, we get into the movie and all of a sudden it's just a whole bunch of straight face, mm-hmm. and there's no one there doing the cracking wise. Yeah. Like he may walk kind of walk past in the, uh, like the background one time, be like. Like, what's up idiots and just keep walking mm. it's like oh well there he is there's right well where is it the rest of the movie as me i would feel honestly legit because i was like well i don't give a shit about these other actors i came because ryan reynolds is a funny guy i wanted yeah. to see him taking the piss out of all these straight lace guys yeah. so that i could see and it seems like that's a similar scenario where maybe the guy went into the movie going like oh i like her as an actress i want to see her film the only reason i could see them getting pissed is because Anna Armas is a bigger name. Everyone in that movie is almost a nobody. Yeah. Almost, except for Mark Strong, who plays, I think, John Lennon. But, like, yeah, so, yeah, you're going to put her top billing on the fucking movie. And you know what else is probably the, but people, like, people like us probably wouldn't understand? It's studio fucking contracts where you have to make three movies with one studio, where, and part of that is I need top billing because I need it. Yeah. But, if you cut my scenes, you cut my scenes. You know, an actor doesn't have control of the fucking editing process. Nope. The movie, I, the version I saw, she's in it. Yeah. For like a solid three minutes. Yeah. But it's but it's a breakdown interview, mm-hmm. like where she's just talking to this guy who's be, who's now famous for singing Beatles songs because no one knows who the Beatles are, and he just sings her a song in front of her, and it's like the most beautiful fucking Beatles song, blah blah blah, and he's just like dead eyed because he's like, I don't want to sing it to her. Yeah. I wanted to sing it to my stepsister that I want to fuck. <laughs> You're so done with this movie. I can just tell by the deadness in your eyes. After surprise you incest that. is not a good surprise. <laughs> Put that in the trailer. That's what ruined me and my friend Christy about a movie. Because I called it and she got mad. I'm like, oh man, he's fucking his sister. She's like, what? I'm like, yep. And you never get to choose the movie again. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. Boo, boo, Christy, boo. boo. <laughs> That'd be the opener to our new show, Boo, Christy, Boo. <laughs> and her just punching me in the face. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you're just giving me perfect segues, man. Speaking of fucking punching people in the face, Ezra Miller God, is, what a piece of shit. is staying in the DC universe while Henry Cavill, after just making his announcement that he was going to be staying, is out. So I, I had the unfortunate moment of spending an hour and 45 minutes watching black adam really okay there are some good parts yeah see i heard it like out of the decent dc movies it was not too bad it's probably in the top five okay but it's the lower five right all right the rock wanted to push this as far as it could because that's what he does he promotes like a motherfucker the rock is literally a walking billboard yeah. everything he touches i mean i can't fault the guy i I would do this shit too but like literally everything he touches if it's something if another brand is involved it's his brand yeah it's cool. like, yeah it, whereas like uh, one of the things i heard recently was like during like the specific red carpet uh debut for black adam he demanded that there be a tequila bar and it only be stocked with his tequila yeah. and shit like that. Like, and it's like, if there was going to be drinks, it was going to be his Zoa energy drinks and shit yeah. like that. But like in the movie itself, mm-hmm. he had pushed for years to do this movie. 
and the way it looks it looks like it was part of that snyder look and he wanted henry cavill yeah to show up as a as an easter egg and he shows up fun fact about henry cavill this dude is the scariest fucking nerd in the world. I think Henry Cavill's one of your favorite actors, just he for is, the things he, he likes. He is because of not only what he does, but how he approaches it. So he's a big fan of The Witcher story. The Witcher was a set of books. Then it became a video game. And then he became the main character in The Witcher. And then around season two, he's like, you guys are fucking this up. Like telling the writers to their face, you guys are fucking this up. And they booted his ass because of it so he's got he filmed the last season which will come out this year but then he's done dc he was a nerd but because of scheduling conflicts you know all this stuff Zack snyder being a fucking douchebag they're deciding to wipe the fucking floor with it which is another stupid fucking thing i get it you hate a director i get it you you, you jacked him off a little too hard and he just fucking made this stupid shit and the fans got up their own asses about the <laughs> snyderverse or whatever <laughs> shut the fuck up it's about a it's about a flying man yeah and a man who dresses like a bat yeah. okay shut the fuck up <laughs> why get rid of all these people why get rid of probably the best wonder woman you've had well, so ever so I, that's the reason I didn't include her. Okay, so so what's a lot out of all the let's catch up news <laughs> that yeah. we could do? DC Warner Brothers has gone through the biggest changes out of mm. anyone, um, which we could probably actually take yeah. up probably the rest of the show just talking about what's gone on with them with the purchase through Discovery, everything else. Don't know what's going to be happening with the digital platforms. Yeah. And James Gunn has now been hired to essentially be DC's Kevin Feige. And when Gunn came into the role, that's when he went, oh, that Rock guy? No, he's not controlling the ship here. No, Mm. I am. And The Rock did not kind of take kindly to that. And it sounds like The The Rock is out because he did the whole passive-aggressive 16-year-old girl thing and just like unfollowed James Gunn on social media, unfollowed DC. Like, has it made any statement like uh, at least, actually I th- I'm sorry we tried into that I think he actually did make one statement on his Instagram saying you know stuff didn't go down the way the rock wanted it to you know yada 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 you know peace love to you you know we're doing James, shit for the fans James Gunn did say one thing when he first came to DC he's like I'm not focused on superheroes I'm going to be focused on villains because DC villains are terrible well I, w- <laughs> I was going to flip it around and go the villains are more interesting than the heroes yeah so he that's that's what James Gunn has said that he's going to go into. So maybe we'll start getting villain movies because of stuff like Suicide Squad. You know, now we got a little bit more in-depth look at the villains. Let's talk about some other ones. Black Adam is a villain movie, but let's talk about some other ones. What if we did a Zod movie or mm-hmm. a Riddler movie? God, can you imagine how fucking batshit that would be? But like like we got the well, Batman we got a Riddler movie. movie. Yeah, but like we got the Batman movie. And so now let's just let's talk about a villain that may come up in the Batman movie. Let's just get a Court of Owls movie without Batman. Oh yeah, like remember, the build up of the secret society that goes back to the trailer and how batshit fucking people are. Oh yeah, he's going up that stairwell. They're all Court of Owls. No, they're cops. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I will say they missed some really good opportunities oh, yeah. to include that though. Like even in the final movie, I'm watching certain pieces like oh, it is Court of Owls. Yeah. They can totally wrap this in, and then like by the end of it, I was like. I still know who, and, 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 and it's still like a good, you know, it's still a good storyline that we yeah, love. But it's like I didn't get my foot massage. Yeah, I didn't no. get the quarter owls no, like no. I wanted. No. But uh, but with Ezra Miller 
This, this motherfucker. This dude is a trash human being. And I'm pretty sure is involved in a version of child trafficking. Yes. Where the he took alleged, a... Yeah, alleged. Alleged. Yeah, let's, let's protect let's, our podcast. Yeah, alleged. So, <laughs> uh, so he allegedly took a kid Alle- overseas... <laughs> Allegedly, his parents said, I'm going to murder that son of a bitch. Allegedly, he... Well, no, this is actual fact. They arrested him in France. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like the episode, uh, the South Park episode. No, no, no. Allegedly, yeah. you're ignorant. Yeah. Or like the Scientology episode where it's John and Jane Smith in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so... they've. I think because they're keeping him is because of all the footage they've shot for it. And I'm just like, okay, fine. Fucking keep this piece of shit. Please explain to me how you're going to have him in the movie and down the road. Imagine we'll keep him. Imagine. How are we going to explain why Superman is going to look different as shit? So I I have a little bit of a theory on that one. And so to even kind of back up a little bit what you were saying... They weren't discussing cutting him from the new Flashpoint movie. Mm -hmm. That was never on the table. This is discussions of the DC universe moving forward. That's where he said Ezra Miller is still going to be part of the team. Because what I was assuming, and from what I've been seeing and hearing online, a lot of other people were assuming was that during this Flashpoint movie, because in the comics, Flashpoint is a time travel movie. It is. It's a very he, rough one. And he royally fucks up the timeline in certain spots. Oh, it, no. It's, it, it is probably the second most brutal thing that's ever happened in DC. Absolutely. So, considering how much of a heavy movie this was supposed to be to start with, there could have been some way at the end that Barry Allen sacrificed himself it and then be. a new Flash steps in the frame. Yeah. Easy way to get Miller out. He's already that way you don't have to reshoot a whole lot, mm. you know, reshoot one little thing where he's, you know, sacrificing himself to save a timeline, you know, with another Flash that I know was going to be there. And then boom, you can pull in some new guy. Bada bing, bada boom, you're done. This is after this movie that he's still going to be part of it. And that's what shocked is exactly what you said he, like trailer trash of a human being like if you could put him in Gastonia and if he was not like the movie star he is he would just fit right in yeah there's no difference between him and every other fucking trailer trash kind of guy out there what is so important that Ezra Miller has that Henry Cavill doesn't yeah so I think what it is is Henry Cavill probably is the person you want in a movie yes like and like be- i'm like and this is all coming from someone that could not give a flying fuck no pun intended about superman i've never cared about superman but i can look through an objective lens and go henry cavill's the guy to play this guy yeah. i'm not interested in the story but i can look at the guy the way he presents himself is strictly from a visual and acting standpoint he's your guy I want him so bad because he's been let go of Netflix by The Witcher. He's been let go of DC for Superman. Go to Marvel. Go to Marvel. And I could think of a plethora of fucking characters he could be. You know, he could be Captain Britain for all I give a shit. Because he has that fucking voice. Magneto. Oh, man. He would be fucking scary as shit. Because he could also beat your ass. Like, like on a parking lot level. (laughs) I could fight you in a parking lot, motherfucker. He's walking out with his new fucking uh, 20 die with a fucking Starbucks. Looks at your car and goes, 
That's my spot. <laughs> he can be Cyclops because if you remember 1992 X-Men, Cyclops is built like a motherfucker. Everyone was built like a motherfucker in but the Cyclops 90s. Was too, like, the Cyclops we get from the movies, like James Morrison and the kids, not these fucking puny little motherfuckers with eye beams. No, I want, I want the... the, the, the the blue, uh, blue and yellow fucking Cyclops with the fucking belt across his chest, who looks like he could just punch the shit out of Wolverine and just keep going. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I remember I had his toy. He was jacked. He was like a mini Hulk almost. Yeah. Like, he was fucking massive. And I'm just like, why did he not just beat the shit out of people? Why did he have to use his powers? Like he did. He didn't have to fight humans like that. He could have just beat the shit out of humans the whole time. <laughs> but no, he would be a great asset to marvel hell he could probably play like you could probably argue that he could be in another series mm-hmm. uh like a rebooted series of an old uh fantasy thing or something i just find it interesting that cavill's getting the boot for being a fan essentially yeah. every time he's getting the boot it's when he's stopping a production going hey 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 let's do this the right way Look, I'm one of these guys. I, I know what they want. Mm-hmm. Like, we want good story. We want progression. But, like, there's certain small things that we kind of have to, like, adhere to. No. And you're fucking it up. Mm-hmm. So how about we fix these small little things? We can get fun and creative like I want to as well over here. Well, but, like, let's actually, keep this right. The next nerd thing he's working on right now is the Warhammer 40K series. What is that? Uh, Warhammer 40K is the nerdiest of nerdiest of all tabletop games, even above D&D, where you paint little figurines and you fight them with other people who paint figurines. It is extremely fucking detailed. The lore is like the Bible. It is fucking ridiculous. I cannot get into it because my hands aren't small. (laughs) You have to play with tweezers. And I have to like, like... look at little people while I paint them. And, and plus, it's a very expensive hobby. Yeah. Hobby game, kind of like D&D. But he's real big into that. And watching interviews of him, just like, oh, you don't know what Warhammer 40K. And it's like, the, the interview just goes off the rails when he's trying to explain what the lure yeah, is. Yeah, it was so, the Jim Norton show, yeah, I think. Yeah, and he's like, it's just like, shut the fuck up. Let me tell you about this. It's like, oh, you, you play but with it, toys. But it's even, like, they're figurines, yes. And like, he, he's, <laughs> about, he's, he's sitting straight looking at this fucking Irish prick. And <laughs> as tall as he is round. And it's like, you're lucky there's this much space <laughs> between you because he could clear that in like a second. He is Superman, Yeah, you know? yeah. But, but it just reminds me of like his uh, like the other actors talking about like, uh, the Witcher. Some of the other actresses are just like, "Oh no, he's a fucking nerd," but he's big as shit. <laughs> it's like like the head quarterback or like a head fucking center of a football team, and like, "Hey, uh, I just got to finish a practice. Uh, we're gonna do D and D tomorrow night, or yeah, fuck yeah." <laughs> so the reason I'm having you explain that too is because uh, one of the last little in review topics I had written down is one of the few times our different worlds kind of combine. So you're really big into the role playing and tabletop style games like homebrew D and D. Yes. Um, you even like hopping on um, and playing online with some different friends, playing like yes. different like tabletop simulator shit yeah. like that. And nine times out of ten, if I'm watching some sort of content, it's a YouTuber. You mm-hmm. know, some personality, a deep dive into something and you know wide range of like different kind of topics from video game things to you know hell i've been falling down this rabbit hole of predatorial catchers and shit like that it's like it's anything well hey there chris hansen <laughs> dude the old chris hansen episodes are fucking great but um oh hearing him talk about that shit is fucking brutal <sighs> talk about someone that also went down the fucking crazy rabbit hole well he called the same guy twice yeah the first one the first episode that he called that guy again later yeah. on and that's why i'm sitting here going i'm 
like, cops need to be putting these motherfuckers in jail if this is the second time you're capturing them. Anyway, different episode. Uh, one of the things that kind of crossed paths with both of us is some major changes for terms and conditions yes. for both YouTube and one of the platforms that you currently do some of your tabletop. Yeah, so currently, Wizards of the Coast own D&D yeah. in perpetuity. Uh, a while back, uh, they gave OGLs, which is... Uh, basically licenses in perpetuity so uh, so imagine uh, for an example let's say you bought a guitar mm-hmm. uh, Gibson said you can do whatever you want with this guitar you are a musician therefore you are a third party to this instrument um, you have unlimited licensing to do what you want to this thing play you, any notes you want any, put whatever sticker you want yeah, do play it, it as long as you want as long as you want and then at some point Gibson's like, well, these people who play our fucking instruments are doing really fucking well. They're, look at all these big touring yeah, acts so, making in all this so, money playing our gear. So they've decided to come out with a no, new OGL, which is an operational guide license, and backtraced the original license and saying they can have, within 30 days, get rid of your lifetime license. Uh, for example, we're in the D&D realm. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the new license entail? So the new license entail any third party that makes a profit above $70,000 is to pay out a percentage to Wizards of the Coast. Uh, this amount was leaked uh, last week, I believe. Um, and then it was extremely deleted, like very quickly from, yeah, Reddit, yeah, yeah. from Reddit. Even mods were getting like cease and desist letters from Wizards of the Coast. And if you know anything about Reddit or the internet, they're more of like this group that says, fucking what? Yeah, that group of people uh, kiss my ass. I'll go to 4chan, which yeah. is just like the bottom of the barrel. That, that's the Greensboro. That's the, that's that's the, the Gastonia that's of the, the internet. That's the fucking movies. <laughs> that's that. We do a Kevin Smith rundown, and that's I'll post it. on it's, one of the Thursdays. Everyone on 4chan is that guy. Yes, <laughs> fucking movies. But uh, so in in Wizards of the Coast, they are going after people like Dimension Twenty, Critical Role. People on YouTube and drop like Dropout. Dropout is all pillared on Dimension Twenty and College Humor. Uh, so imagine how much money they're making off someone like Brennan Lee Mullen and uh, Brea Iyengar and stuff like other DMs who are creating content based on the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. So basically, what Wizards of the Coast does is is it supplies the licensing for D&D. Right. The problem is you have people like Pathfinder, which is another big group, uh, Critical Role, Dimension 20, who create based on that. So right. you have a base set of limits and rules in the game. So they get, they basically create just rules and games. And then you make the game right? how you see fit. A good example of this is the uh, homebrew game I'm trying to dip, brew up right now for rock bands trying to escape venues mm. that's all it is now if i was to get big at that using the guidelines of wizards of the coast fifth edition and i was to make money off that i would have to pay them royalties yeah which is bullshit because you have an old book from the fucking 80 late 70s and 80s where kids got together and played a game and made their own fucking stories and now, because other people got so good at it, they made their own fucking books. That's the, that's the big problem right now. I was going to say, is the only change in the clause that they got to pay out a percentage? Yes. Yeah, so they are 
actually null, nulling the lifetime licenses right. they were issued. Issuing new licenses. Issuing new licenses with vague-ass terms, like the YouTube one. Yeah. Um, well, see, and that's what I was going to say. So the YouTube one, they kind of hit and really, really made a lot of content extremely hard to upload. And it even kind of made me... because. Again, with this being a new year, I get all creative inspired. You know, first of the year, what can we do to plan out the rest of the year to do fun shit? I really want to dip my toe into doing some YouTube content, either solo with you, you know, a nice little mix of shit. And with these new terms and conditions that are coming down the pike, this is going to be extremely hard because uh, there's this guy named Charlie on YouTube, Moist Critical. He's he's the let's fucking go meme guy. <clears throat> um, he does a lot of really good um middle of the road breakdowns where he just kind of provides fact without a lot of like personal mm. attachment to it and that's what i really enjoy i enjoy fact videos and essentially their old terms of service was you know you cannot be you cannot monetize your channel if there is excessive cussing within like the first 15 seconds of the video yeah, or violence or violence so like if you so it's like if you clicked play on one of our youtube videos and it just started with you know chris beating the shit out of cat being like give me my motherfucking money you know it's just we could not monetize that video at all if you did that two minutes in we're golden. So, you know, just be nice to him at least for a few more minutes, man, mm -hmm. before we can get this cat from YouTube money. Now it's, if your video at all features even a still image of animated violence, mm -hmm. you are going to be in risk of demonetization. If you cuss to an excessive amount, you are in risk of demonetization. And this doesn't even include using clips of copyrighted work which as long as you use like a certain you know second or two of it is transformative you know and it can't be hit by that even that is changing one of the guys that i watched recently uh this youtuber named ls mark uh he likes doing big like entire series reviews yeah. and stuff where he's like i reviewed every episode of the simpsons every episode of family guy he recently did one on south park that was really yeah. good um maybe not entirely correct in all his uh, his opinions based on well, my not, opinions he's not from here so like exactly but either way you can tell he put a lot of fucking yeah. time into this video scripting making everything done it's like a six-hour video it's now been demonetized yeah. because of the general content. It wasn't Paramount that caused it. It wasn't South Park Studios that caused it. It was YouTube that caused it. Yeah. And that now winds up being the sticking point because creators were kind of begrudgingly willing to deal with corporate copyrights and they're like okay fine we'll get creative we'll find ways around this the, the creators themselves rarely have a problem with it it's the network that owns them that has a problem with it now the platform that they're hosting the videos on is making it harder so it's going to be kind of an interesting year when it comes to the content that both of us watch because you know with the new thing of than adding these you have have to pay out basically royalties mm. to wizards of the coast i see that kind of stifling some of the creativity so youtube is in the most unique spot of every other online video service we pay hbo to get hbo content we pay netflix hulu disney espn whoever for their content youtube is the only streaming service in video form where there is video you know patreon does video content too but it's limited and, and twitches does it but it's also still limited. very different so youtube 
has put themselves in a good spot and a bad spot. Uh, you pay for uh, YouTube Premium. Yeah. Okay. So, ideally, if I paid for YouTube Premium, I would want my money, a good portion of it, to go to the people I watch. Yeah. There's no way for a third party to, you know, third party streamer to know that other than the view count. And they're contractually obligated to do ads on their videos and stuff like that. Um, the problem I have with this is the vagueness of the new rules. So they've narrowed down the vagueness of the violence part to two sentences, a priority and a sub-priority, where the first one is no violence within the first 15 seconds, and then it's not broken down into levels of gratuity. It's just anything. Yeah. So when I first saw that, I just thought every action movie, every television series, game trailer will not be monetized at all. And the ones I, that are affected by this are Disney, Fox, or Disney, Fox, <laughs> uh, Disney, uh, Amazon, and Machinima, and all the big ones who play these trailers. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me they're going to advertise on your fucking website now? And not get monetized on it. They're probably going to get special permissions. That's the problem. The the YouTubers themselves, like Machinima, will not get special. Machinima's dead. I know. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, it was something I watched video game trailers yeah, yeah, on. But I like know. you know, those trailers, those are dead in the water now. Uh, comic Storian, a guy who does reviews of comics, is dead in the water now. Uh, he was someone that was even recently affected by these changes yes. because not only does it apply to all your videos that you are going to be releasing, it retroactively applies mm-hmm. to your entire catalog. Yeah. So there are some YouTubers that nearly a quarter of their revenue got cut due to new demonetization. And whether or not this is a malice intent by YouTube, I can't say. It's probably an FCC situation because YouTube is such a reliable source of video content because it is free. You could just you know type in YouTube. You don't even fucking need a username. You just fucking go into it. And honestly, I think there's a... There's a third side to this coin. I think it's advertisers. Because yeah. ever since that fucking, I'll say his acronym, ever since that LP uh, forest trip, YouTube and advertisers have been at wits in with each other from the start. Because yeah. all of a sudden advertisers are like, wait, you're meaning to tell me our product's ad was shown on this? Yeah. Wait, these are the kind of videos you have? I thought these were cat videos. Yeah. All of a sudden... Places were a lot more aware of the kind of, we'll call it fringe content that's on YouTube. And all of a sudden they got real scared because places like Coca-Cola and Pfizer, you know, and stuff like that do not. And Pfizer isn't just fucking vaccines. They do a bunch of stuff like Clorox and shit like that. It's like all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. They're a conglomerate. Yeah. Welcome to Pfizer. We do everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, that wasn't me saying, you know, you couldn't have uh, vaccination ads anymore. No, they have a lot of. I'm pretty sure they make guns and diary medicine <laughs> or some shit. So all of a sudden they get YouTube is in risk of losing their ad revenue through these large companies, so they start putting restrictions on their content creators. I think what we're going to see uh, two things could happen. Two, th- uh, you see a lot of YouTubers leaving, creating a vacuum for a new platform to come under the radar. Hey, what's this? Oh, uh, fucking triple tube or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Whatever Kong tube, whatever. It's the new YouTube without ads. 
fuck y'all. Like, it is like, yeah, but then the no ads things turns oh, into yeah. how do we pay yeah. the content yeah. creators yeah, but like, and everything but they, else. And, but this is the second part that could happen. Uh, people like Windigoon, Mr. Gigi, stuff like the ones I watch, mm-hmm. advertise products themselves. Like one uh, Magic Spoon is a big one from Windigoon. Yeah. A lot of his content is horrific mm-hmm. because he's talking about fucked up shit. And so he does promote little stuff. Yeah. I think we're going to see a bigger rise in Raycon Shadow Lizards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We're going to see a lot more of that. Betty Crocker. Betty Crocker. Yeah, get your thick ass on this podcast, bitch. But like, <laughs> but like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that going forward a lot more. Absolutely. Going in, it's like just a little 15 second, 30 second snippet at the beginning and the end of the video or maybe in the middle uh, of, hey, I'm talking about a like corporate casket is another show i watch where they talk about people like john mcafee mm-hmm. or that crazy psycho who made bang, bang energy so like a lot of <laughs> a, a lot of that is fucked up content it's just like hey he may allegedly killed someone in the <laughs> island, on an island so let's talk about protect it. protect your computer but like hey guess what i don't get any money from the ad so here's a here's an ad for raycons yeah, yeah everyone has these uh-huh. everyone has these <laughs> they're and it, still paying me though play yeah. along yeah <laughs> watch my 15 second thing watch my 30 second thing and we'll get back to the video <laughs> buy a pair for your kid <laughs> do something please whatever, whatever. and that will be the next. Yeah. And then the bigger advertisers will now have to deal with less advertising on that end. Because I, if I still remember correctly, YouTubers still have the right to determine uh, ads placed on their videos by YouTube. What do you mean? Based on links. So I don't pay for premium. Right, right. So when I watch a video of a certain length, mm-hmm. uh, an ad will pop up, but it's not an ad from the YouTuber. It's an ad from YouTube itself. It's right. a it's a Pfizer fucking. <laughs> Are you fucking depressed? I don't know. Take this. Side effects may include suicide, anxiety in public. This this pills for anxiety. So like, that's fantastic. So and then the then then I'll hit the skip button. It goes on. Yeah. And then the ex, another ad comes on. And it's a trailer for a movie. Right. Skip. I still watch the the hour four hour long YouTube video. <laughs> but like those aren't placed by the third party. Mm-hmm. Third party. They're placed by the YouTube themselves. Right. And some YouTubers have a say on whether or not those ads actually pop up or not. Right. Now, that's probably changed because of the new rules and how vague they fucking are. Maybe. So, if they want to go down that path, fuck them. Honestly, I don't need to see a fucking ad for Coca-Cola because what's coming up next on advertising, I don't know if you know this, advertising's in the air. <sighs> which, which... I've actually yeah. seen one. Really? Not, is it, not now, here. Now this isn't just some motherfucker flying in around in a twin Cessna fucking with no. a banner behind no, them. No, no, no. These are drones uh, fly, uh, flying in synchronicity, and it was a raid uh a uh, uh, raid, the spray that kills roaches. I thought you were about to say Shadow Lens, and I was, no. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I really, I want to kind of get this game now. If they're spending this much on new advertising, I bet it's the shit. Fine, fuck, I'll try the goddamn game. <laughs> I bet it's the shit. But, uh, 
But like, what, actually, watch that be. It's like the most underrated, greatest fucking RPG game on ever. your phone. But like, no one wants to play it because everyone does a fucking ad for it. Yeah. But they're just they're just pissing away money on ads. But no, it was. Why uh, won't someone play our great game? We really love this game. It was game. it was Raid, the chemical company that makes right. like roach spray and wasp spray. But it was a set of drones flown into the sky of Southern San Francisco, and it stayed in the air and with with leds and drones and, and that, no redneck shot it down in, in southern san francisco i don't think so but if you're homeless and doing heroin it's like holy shit is that real like <laughs> but that's the next step in advertising and they've actually you know a lot of companies have pushed for uh airspace which is how far above you could fly an ad in the form of a drone so is this turning into a South Park episode? Think about the sentence this you just said. This is turning into uh, the background of Blade Runner. Seriously, think <laughs> about what you just said. Companies are purchasing airspace to see how high they can fly an ad. Yeah. That literally sounds like that season of South Park. Of Streaming does, Wars. Does she know she's an ad? No. Literally what it sounds like. That is the next step, uh, is ads in the sky. One. Ad in the sky keeps on changing. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is that a new Kanye album? <laughs> Called Jews Did This. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'd buy that album. <laughs> but like, uh, or at least fucking pirate it. <laughs> but no, that's the next step. And I think, you know, advertising is the end all be all industry. Oh, yeah. It'll always be around. It'll always be the succubus. Even Netflix has started to put ads in theirs if you are a lower peasant tier. Yep. I have like three screens on my fucking thing. I pay like 16, 17 bucks a month for that fucking thing. I'm, so I'm about to cancel mine. Yeah, you can just use mine. But, uh, <laughs> password share, motherfucker. Fuck you, flicks. Lower your prices. Yeah. Or, or fun fact, if you want to watch the new episode of something that comes out, you can actually go to Pornhub and they don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they will let people stream new episodes of things legally because they're not in the goddamn United States. Hell, fuck it. Maybe that's where we'll start our channels on Pornhub. Yeah. We won't yeah. have to worry about copyrights. We'll just make everyone go to that site and watch shit. They'll get that- too distracted every 15 minutes, but... <laughs> have, you ever heard of, have you heard of that one guy on Pornhub who just does, like, nice things? Yes. And they it's gave like, him, like... hair looks really nice today. They gave him... It's like, oh, I meet my stepsister, and we have a nice day together. <laughs> yeah. Like, as opposed to the like, other episodes where it's just raw dog. <laughs> it starts out really weird where it's just like... Hi, stepsister. It's great to see you but again. Like, and, you're, and you just feel like you know where it's coming. He's just like, I made a nice dinner. How's mom and dad? I've not heard from what's them funny in a is, minute. Yada, yada. What's yada. Funny is, it's actual porn stars that just show yep. up. <laughs> and it just, it's very uncomfortable to watch, but it's just like, that is hilarious. It that is, is really That good. is just like the like that one guy porn up. It's like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let this guy we keep got him. We got him. We got him. <laughs> and they gave him like a jacket and shit. And it's just like, he's like one of the biggest ones on there because he's just doing awesome content. It doesn't content. even show his dick. <laughs> yeah. But like that, that reminds me of like, the, the, like even your wholesome content on YouTube. Where do you draw the line on those guys? Because a lot of those guys who do how-to videos and stuff, are they going to be demonetized because they're showing some kind of product they're building? There, there are so many like wholesome people on YouTube that are going to get demonetized no matter what. Yep. And they don't want to spend the time trying to look for sponsors. They know they're probably not going to get any. Like, um, there was a YouTuber, I think he's still active, uh, Dad Knows, which was 
people would post questions in the comments and it's like hey how do you change a tire and it would be a guy who's like hey my name's rick very I'm, hank hill yeah but open, he, he would just be like i'm welcoming guy but he's like he's gonna show you the things your dad didn't show you or if you didn't have a dad around yeah and here's how to shave yeah here's how to shave here's how to change a tire here's how you beat your neighbor for stealing your fucking water like, <laughs> like, like you know simple shit simple shit everything but, you growing kid needs to know yeah and like it's actually happened on twitch before they've actually shut shut streamers down on twitch who are actually just doing wholesome content who are getting a little too big and twitch is actually more corrupt <laughs> in my opinion but if you go like i like patreon because I, I know that the money's going to that person patreon was going to take probably 15 percent, but they are getting my motherfucking money yep so, all you people who didn't pay a dollar for ours, <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a lot Suck of chi- that's a lot of chicken wings. <laughs> but uh, but so like if I was to make be a YouTuber content curator, I wouldn't give a shit about monetization. No, no. But that's just me. Yeah. But someone who's making. But a- all of a sudden, when we start get, uh, posting a video, and within the first couple hours, we get maybe ten thousand views. You'd be like, "Where's that monetization button?" But someone who's going <laughs> to suffer hard on this, that you know, a good YouTuber is Chris James. Because he, he reviews the dumbest shit that made money on the Learning Channel yep. in A&E, in fucking AMC. So I feel bad for those guys yeah. who, who you know, spend the time, who don't have a crew of people, mm-hmm. like uh, Matt Pat or somebody like, who has a crew of people, or yeah. Scott the Waz, who has a group of people. Yeah, he, he's, can, he's slowly got... I'm kind of proud of him. It's like It started with like just him and like his couple of friends making a few videos, and now he's got like... A crew. And, yeah, now he's got like you know actual people that'll make music for episodes yeah. and animators. And yeah. It's just like, fuck yeah, Scott, so, like, get it. The YouTubers who have like researchers and stuff like that they'll be okay they'll have they'll spend an extra 15 minutes a day making the thumbnail doing this making sure it falls within guidelines reaching out to youtube who are shitty like good mythical morning they're they're gonna be totally fine but from what i understand you know watching some of these youtubers who talk about trying to get a hold of youtube it is non-existent so they'll put rules out there but you can't defend yourself yeah you can't reach back out to the company that you've been working with being like oh hey uh what why, why is my money a fourth of what it was yeah <laughs> you know, it could it could just be that and we we've seen youtubers rise and fall all the time because because they're on stupid bullshit but yeah. for that i think some of the bigger ones are going to be okay and like the little ones will have to go reach out to raycon or raid or fucking whoever betty crocker i don't know <laughs> but like it's gonna be an in mission of mine like if this shit continues to go like it has been that's i'm gonna start rallying people and get like the social media thing going to get betty crocker to fucking sponsor and an if we episode. get sponsored by pillsbury i'm gonna lose my shit <laughs> like no you fucking white fat fuck we want the lady <laughs> <laughs> you dope boy fuck actually uh, 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 someone brought it up to me he's like when was the last time you saw an ad for something that you used to see a lot of and it was like I haven't seen a Pillsbury ad in a very long time and that, it brought that Woo-hoo. up and one thing I've never seen an ad for is microwaves <laughs> And let everyone has a fucking microwave. I've seen ads for air fryers and fucking rice cookers yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never seen one for like, hey, this is Jerry's fucking microwave. Uh, you turn the dial, it works. <laughs> Buy it. We had one forever at my house. <laughs> and it, was just, it was the one with the dial. Yes! And it was just like, <laughs> yes. And, and it was like that. Uh, it was black and orange. Oh, oh I was going to ask if it was the brown and orange. No, no, this was black and orange. And it had like the 
like the letters were coming off and shit. But it was just like, <laughs> you turn this to potato, you turn this to fucking pasta, you turn this one to eggs. And it's just like that. Yep. Yeah. But like, I, I, I thought about that for a while, a little yeah. too long. I'm just like, no, I've never seen an ad for fucking microwaves. Well, I, I watch, watch tomorrow. They're going to be on fucking YouTube or my goddamn phone because it listens. <laughs> I love the fact you brought up ads though, because uh, kind of given that teaser that I'm wanting to do some video content, I actually thought of a string of videos we could do that would hinge on that. Yeah. So that, that, that might be pretty fun, especially because uh, with, technology kind of improving the way it was when jerry and i did that little test stream on facebook i realized that um the app had updated and i can record like multiple video streams at a time and kind of like shoot it all at once and now mm-hmm. i can use my iphone as a camera so it's not like having to do a whole bunch of click this button click this button click this button then try to get it all to sync up i can get everything to film all at once so it was all auto in sync so a lot of these videos that i've been wanting to do the editing process is going to be a lot easier so i'd be able to kind of churn them out a little quicker so hopefully fingers crossed yeah. we'll actually get some of that done because I, I that's one of those i have a good feeling situations where it's like we've, we've built up enough chemistry and kind of witty back and forth and i kind of want to play into the beavis and butthead yeah. artwork we've got i want to play into that some and the yeah. video content would very much kind of hinge on that and going into that alex gave me a great christmas gift ah, it, yeah. which was a Samsung Galaxy S21 case with our couch potatoes and a QR code with a lady with her tits out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so fun fact about the QR code. So, the, the, Chris has been doing an amazing job. It's like anytime he wants to talk to people, he's like, oh yeah, I got a podcast. Just this, that, and the other. And he's like telling folks about it. And finally, it dawned on me. I was like, he needs something to like be able to easily show folks what it is. I'm going to give him a phone case, put the fucking logo on there so he's got something to show people. And boom, QR code on the back. He's going to tell them, flip out their phone. They can immediately scan it. Boom, takes them to the link tree page. Page, all the shows right there takes out a lot of the guesswork the day that i get the shipping notification that the phone is in the mailbox i get another notification from the website i used to create the qr code that said your trial has expired and i went ah fuck all right fine so get to keep on giving this so yeah. I, I click the button i'm about to buy the subscription because so i'll say like, i might use some more qr codes here and there you know whatever i i can i can use this i'll, I'll buy a subscription $35 a month and I went uh I'm not going to be using that many QR codes yeah I could, I, I could watch like three streaming services with that yeah so <laughs> I'm just like for maybe the two or three I might use no this is not worth it so we'll, we'll, we'll find you a nice little sticker to yeah. put on top of that buddy <laughs> But no, uh, and with that, actually, um, the merch shop should be coming up here pretty soon. Get a little Hell couple yeah. different t-shirts. Got a new, because uh, I got you a couch potato t-shirt as well, and that's going to be a variant. That's not going to be the one on the website. The one on the website is going to have the new artwork with David yeah, Hammer, yeah. all that stuff. I just didn't know if you'd want to wear a shirt no. that had you on it as well. So oh, I just, no, I'm not an asshole. <laughs> so I just got one with the logo for you. I'm not like Cap who wears the band that he's going to go see on his ass. I can't. <laughs> Look, you know I love picking on Cap as much as anyone. I can't say shit on that one. I do oh, that crap, too. You guys are awful. <laughs> I wear my own band t-shirt, okay? With my own face on it. I don't care. <laughs> Me and Mikey were playing pool last night. He had his, uh, he had his uh, black 
fill-in shirt with yeah, just a yeah. lightning bolt. I'm just like, you look like a white supremacist motherfucker. Because <laughs> that bolt is not doing you a favor. <laughs> Don't say that. I've been getting away from people trying to draw that I correlation know, anyway. I know, yeah. but the SS looks like the SS. Yes, and it's far. It's an ACDCS. It's a kiss ass. <laughs> well, the kiss ass is why uh, got the flat bottom. Ours has uh, pointy tips. Yeah. Pointy tips are fine. Mm. It's the rounded ones we got to worry about. <laughs> But no, we should have a merch shop up here soon with uh, SGN logo, couch potato artwork, um, and I'm working on some stuff with something good for you. And when I'll get the, all that gets sorted out, the artwork and noob shit will be up on that one too. But right now, I'm kind of focusing on couch potatoes. I'm having fun with this show, and I think yeah. we can really do some really cool shit with it. But on that note, this is a nice little what the fuck happened the last few months in the digital uh, entertainment world and next week it's going to be a little bit more of the same structure but I think we'll kind of do it where we'll spend maybe the first 20 minutes running through different news topics because there won't be a lot to talk about every week but then after that we'll pivot into what we usually do and cover a main topic but it'll all be just part of these and maybe people that aren't as interested in a single topic may actually tune in because then we're talking about other shit at the very beginning but on that note, this has been Alex and Chris. Do you have any sort of final thoughts on the beginnings of 2023? So I would love to see a live action Kirby movie with Lizzo as Kirby. Just like just douse her in like whatever Lizzo. <laughs> she's big. So like <laughs> she's popular now. But like her just killing and eating her enemies as much as fucking possible. <laughs> I think a live action Kirby thing would kind of set the tone of what 2023 should be, which is just consume because they won't remake They Live. No, no. Because Ronnie Roy Piper's dead. <laughs>